welcome to the Climb Your Mountain podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Maurer, a life coach, certified ultra running coach, and high altitude mountaineer. Each week, I show you how to train, eat, think, and live like an athlete so you can reach that summit, hike that hike, or finish that trail race. My passion is to empower people of all ages and sizes to get outside and live lives of adventure. Remember, endurance training will never be easier than today. So let's dive into the show. Hey friends, how you doing? It's me again, back in your ears for a second time this week. And I'm back because I wanted to share a little bit about my race that was supposed to happen last weekend, but didn't happen. It was supposed to be my comeback race after having long COVID. It was going to be my first race in about five months, and it didn't happen. And I shared a little bit in an email that I sent out. By the way, if you're not on my email list, this is how you you get all the good stuff. So definitely make sure you're on there. There's a link to sign up in the show notes. But anyway, I shared a little bit of the story on the email. And yeah, so many people wrote encouragement, which was so appreciated and very, very sweet. Like, thank you so much. And some people had some questions. So I'm like, hey, instead of writing everyone back, here's a bonus episode. And this bonus episode is going to be part cautionary tale, a little bit of lessons learned, and also just a reminder that the mindset work is never done. Some of the mistakes I made kind of surprised me. I'm like, man, I thought I was way beyond this, but apparently I'm not. So Oh, what happened? I was supposed to have a race in, I mean, I live in Denver, so I was going to go three hours away to um, Salida, Colorado and run a half marathon in the mountains, been training for that. It's been going pretty well. Um, I, I, for those of you who don't know, had long COVID for about three months. I really couldn't exercise at all. I was just super exercise intolerant. And then starting around January, I could exercise some. I was feeling pretty good. I still have to be a little bit careful as far as my intensity. I can do endurance runs like RPE five and six, but anything more than that really starts to kind of wear me out and also bring some of the symptoms back. So no speed work, none of that. (laughs) Um, And it's real obvious to me, you know, when I start to feel that limitation, I can kind of feel it in my body, especially the next day. So yeah, was training, was just doing low intensity stuff, was was pretty ready to do um yeah, a slow half marathon as far as the trail race too. My goal was just to come in under the five hour cutoff, which I was pretty sure I could have done. And then as I was getting into it, about the last month, I started getting impatient. And I'll share a little bit of what that looks like. But basically, it, it, the long and short of it was me like working out too hard. And that was just also going through some life stress that I kind of think I brought on myself a bit. I'll share a bit about that in a moment too. But yeah, so so what this all boiled down to was um, the race was on Saturday. On Friday, I'm driving up to Salida and I'm just, yeah, I get up on Friday morning and just feel like shit. <laughs> Sore throat, like feeling super fatigued, headachey, like um, just like the world's worst hangover, but I'm not actually hung over. And I know 
somewhere deep in the back of my mind that these are these are COVID symptoms. This is how I, I felt for those three months when I was basically sitting on the couch. But who wants to believe that? So I was in total denial, <laughs> like drove up to Salida, did some cross country skiing that was kind of vigorous that probably wasn't the best idea. And then that night, Friday night with the races on Saturday morning, I'm sitting in my hotel room, my head is pounding, my heart is racing, my throat is like, feels like it's swelling up and I'm like, yep, <laughs> this is COVID. This is a flare up. Um, I probably should not run this race tomorrow. And I did not. And it was hard, kind of heartbreaking because I, I, it was going to be my comeback that I've so been looking forward to. I think psychologically it was going to be such a victory. Um, so it was very sad to give it up, even though I realized like health wise, it was probably a really, really, really good idea. So I've kind of been over the past few days, deconstructing this in my mind, like what went wrong? I actually went two months without a flare up and then had a flare up. Could have been some chance involved. I do think that happens with COVID, but here are some of the things that I wish I had paid more attention to. So first mistake I had was this arrival fallacy. I know I've talked to some of you about the arrival fallacy and that's the idea that once X happens, I will finally be happy basically. <laughs> so I kind of had this thought while I was very ill and sitting on the couch that once I can hike, if I could only hike, oh my gosh, I would feel so much better. And so I, I got a little better and was able to go for short hikes. And I was thinking then, oh, but once I can run, I, I will, life will be so much better. Life will be perfect. And then once I could run, oh, once I can trail run, once I can run faster, once I can this, that, like it never ends, right? That's why it's a fallacy. You just go around and around in your mind instead of being like, you know, what do I really need? What, what's the hole inside of me that I'm trying to fill? And can I fill that with something besides doing things that don't really matter? And another mistake I think I made is it's so funny because I like I really before COVID, I think I was in such a good place with this in my mind, and I'm not sure why it came back. I might just be kind of a little rusty and out of practice on my mindset. I got like really obsessed with numbers. So my first few runs after COVID, I was running like 16 minute miles and I was actually pretty happy. I'm like, yeah, at least I'm running. Like, that's awesome. And that attitude lasted like maybe two weeks. And now I'm like, well, 16 is not acceptable. And then it was 15 and then it was 14 and then it was 13, which actually is not bad, especially for trail running. And I was just kind of in this headspace where 13 was bad. Like 12 was good for some reason. This is, this is my brain just making things up. I don't know, even know why it was this way. So I really started pushing myself on runs. I'm like, oh, I need to be running 12 minute miles. Like then I'll be back. Then I'll be a good runner. And as I was running these 12 minute miles, I could feel in my body. I was not where I always tell y'all to be on your long endurance runs. I was not at RPE six, I was at RPE seven at the very least, and maybe a little bit higher sometimes. But I'm like, oh, but it's a 13 minute mile. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. It's so funny to like look back on it, but yeah, just got really caught up in that. 
I also kind of got like into this thing where I was like wanting to keep up with other people, which again had not been a problem for me before. I was super happy to go on a trail run and be behind, usually behind because I'm kind of slow most other people and just never make it a problem. And yeah, just very good, even in races, it's staying at my in my own lane. And yeah, I definitely went on a run with some friends where I pushed myself to keep up with them about a week. It was a 10 mile run and I did that about a week before the race and I think that might have been the thing that finally tipped me over the cliff and that so that that was kind of the running things where my mindset was really messing with me and making it hard and then there were also there's also some personal stress going on like I'm in a situation where I am doing a really terrible job of setting boundaries this has been kind of going on for a few months and yeah, it kind of, on one hand, it's complicated. I feel like, you know, there's some really tender feelings that are involved that, you know, setting boundaries might just cause more upset. But it's kind of also come to this situation where I feel like a bit of a, <laughs> is hostage too strong of a word? <laughs> like, yeah, I've just I've kind of started to believe this story where it's not okay to set boundaries and to just kind of like let someone else kind of rule my life with their their requ- <laughs> I'm like their requests I guess they are fundamentally requests and I also have noticed myself like believing some shitty stories and I think I've believed these for a long time but they're just kind of coming to light just with some things that have been happening in my life lately. One of the stories I like to believe about myself is that I'm difficult so therefore I have to let people walk all over me (laughs) because then I won't be difficult right and I'm not sure if that's a story from growing up or something I just decided somewhere along the way but I've noticed that's a pattern and then I also have a story that it's not okay to change friends like it's a personal failing if for whatever reason like you know I am just yeah wanting to stop a friendship move on not give so much energy to it my mind really fights with me quite a bit so I think those all were things that kind of played into this long COVID flare and really kind of yeah, it kept me from doing my comeback race. And man, like you can tell from listening to this probably what a bunch of soul searching <laughs> that has really gone on since then. So I'm like, maybe this was exactly what needed to happen. This was a good wake up call. Before I, we wrap up, I'll share some of the changes I am making. Most of them are in my own brain. So first of all, changing my story about the numbers. What if I was a girl who ran all these big races super slowly after, you know, like having long COVID, having a chronic condition, was not able to do any speed work? Like if I saw that girl, that would inspire me. It would inspire me to see a run, to see someone with post-COVID syndrome run a 50K super slow and they're coming into the finish line and they don't care. They're just happy to be out there. Like what if that could be me? And I think I also want to kind of lean into this story that 
you know, having this condition kind of takes the pressure off. Like, no one expects me to go fast. No one expects me to do, you know, anything more than I can do. Like, what if including me? That could also include me. And it's also an excuse to run at an enjoyable pace. Um, it's so funny. I actually have a client right now that's doing lactate threshold intervals with running, which is one of my personal least favorite phases. And watching her, I just remember, like, how yeah, kind of tiring and grinding some of those workouts are. And I'm like, oh, you know, I don't have to do that this year. I couldn't if I wanted to. So yeah, why don't I just enjoy that? Because maybe next year I got to come back and do lactate threshold intervals. I also am really working on changing my stories about me. And it's kind of funny. I'm kind of holding two things. It's one of those paradoxes where I ask you to hold something in each hand and let them be equally true. So one is I really do allow my friends to be human. Like everybody has a bad day. Everyone's not nice. Everyone snaps every, you know, it doesn't make you like a terrible person. Like how often do I like fuck things up with friends? Like pretty much on the regular, right? So holding that in one hand and on the other hand, I'm really holding the idea that I'm going to focus my energy going forward on people who understand the give and take of friendship, who are able to participate in that. No, there's going to be no more going over and over to the dry well for months on end, hoping to find water because maybe water was once there, but it's just not anymore. And that's kind of sad. But yeah, going back over and over is not going to make it come back. So leaning into that story a bit and also just leaning into the idea that I can have respect and empathy for other people's circumstances while still saying no. No one is going to just give me permission to take care of myself. That's not their job. It's my job to make sure that it happens. And I am really going to you know, start taking that job more seriously and do a better job of it. Because to be honest, I don't want to. I have another race in April, and I, I honestly don't want to drive all the way to Canyon City <laughs> and get sick. So, yeah, just really leaning into taking good care of myself, slowing down a bit, focusing on things, on people that really give me pleasure. That's really a little glimpse into my work that's happening right now. So friends, I hope this was helpful or at least informative in some way and you enjoyed this little bonus episode. I, as always, will be right back here next Wednesday with a new full episode for you. So see you then and until then, go get it.